Welcome to Economics Echo, where distilling and discussing is the name of the game. We've been hearing that Apple could be looking into making a car for a few years now. But as we speak, in 2021, that rumour mill has been ignited yet again. So the question is, what has changed over time? And is Apple really about to make a vehicle for consumers like you and me? Plus, when can we expect it? And does it actually make any sense for a company like Apple to venture into this market? All of this and much more coming up. By the way, before we begin, it is important to note that we are talking about electric vehicles here. In particular, autonomous electric vehicles. Because apparently that's the market that Apple is looking to venture into. So let's look at the background and timeline of um, how we know Apple is looking to venture into the car market and where things stand as of today. Let's begin in late 2014, whereby the Apple car concept was reportedly approved by the chief executive officer of Apple, Mr. Tim Cook. In 2015, Apple had hired many people and had a sizable active team working on a car project. In October of that very same year, Tim Cook reportedly said, and I quote, it would seem like there would be a massive change in that industry. Massive change. In 2016, Tesla Motors founder, Mr. Elon Musk, actually conceded and accepted that Apple would likely build a compelling car if they were to enter the electric vehicles market and done so properly. Fast forward two years, 2018, Apple files for 70 autonomous vehicle permits in the state of California behind 175 permits filed by GM's Cruz and Alphabet's Wayno with 88. January 2019, Apple lays off 200 employees from the Project Titan autonomous vehicle team. June of that same year, Apple acquires autonomous vehicle startup Drive.ai. Fast forward two more years, January 2021, the Korea Economic Daily newspaper reported that Hyundai and Apple are in early stage, uh, are in early stage talks of a partnership to jointly develop self-driving electric vehicles. February 9th, 2021, Hyundai and Kia confirmed that Apple car talks had ended they effectively pulled out of a potential deal. Now, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a whole lot of miscellaneous chatter without much substance. So let's break this down by the various options that Apple has at its disposal and we'll assess them further. Option number one is for Apple to build entire electric vehicles themselves. Option number two is to license their software to electric vehicle makers. And then finally, option number three is for Apple to partner up with an already existing electric vehicle maker like Hyundai and Kia by developing hardware and software. So let's begin by tackling the first one. By asking the question, could Apple just begin building their own electric vehicles outright, like Tesla? The answer there is, simply put, 
No. Apple isn't really an engineering firm like that, at least in any meaningful way to build electric cars. As Elon Musk once said, it's good that Apple is moving in this direction, but quote, cars are very complex compared to phones and smartwatches, end quote. In other words, as it stands today, there is nothing that Apple is currently doing that would help them make an electric car. Whether it's architecture, chassis, understanding battery management or driving dynamics, it will be a true departure to what Apple is known for and good at. And by the way, Apple knows this. They're not dumb. They're smart. And they've been headhunting talent from other companies like Tesla. In fact, when Apple car rumors first emerged, Elon Musk joked that Apple was a Tesla graveyard. If you don't make it a Tesla, you go work at Apple. I'm not kidding, Musk said. Another thing that Apple has to consider here is opportunity cost, as they're launching full services initiative from everything from fitness subscriptions, Apple Arcade for games, and even original television content for Apple TV+. The point here being any huge amount of money being spent on autonomous electric vehicles will have to sacrifice these other business ventures. But then again, this is Apple we're talking about here. And they're not broke. They have a whole lot of money sloshing around to the tune of $191 billion as of the fourth quarter 2020. And by the way, that's not revenue or future sales. That is straight cold hard cash in a bank account somewhere today. With that kind of money, they could pretty much buy any car making company that isn't named Tesla. Now, interestingly enough, uh, during the production hell of 2017, Elon actually approached Apple to buy Tesla for about one tenth of what they're worth here in 2021. CEO Tim Cook didn't even take the meeting. So to conclude, this first option. Honestly, I can't see Apple being a pure electric vehicle maker straight from scratch. It's so against what they do, their expertise as well. Their market advantage for me is a billion iOS devices would be better served with deep investments in services for that existing customer base. So watch for services to become Apple's revenue and profit maker in the coming decade as iPhone sales will be a smaller percentage. Option number two, licensing software to electric vehicle makers. So Apple, like Tesla, and yes, I know, I know, I keep comparing the two, but you know, uh, Tesla is the big dog in the industry and the most well-known, so we can't ignore it. But anyway, Apple, like Tesla, prides itself on building both hardware and software. And this happy marriage makes their products so likable to so many. For this reason, they don't license their software in any meaningful way. If you want macOS on your computer, you better go ahead and buy a MacBook because that's the only place that you'll find it.
So cough up the coin. And that is the first reason why I don't think Apple will be in the business of developing self-driving technology to then sell to others. At its core, it's not really Apple-like. The second strike against this idea is the example of Sony, who made their concept electric vehicle, showcasing their sensors, software and operating system tech at CES 2020 last year. But they've had few takers because most electric vehicle makers realize and know that the operating system of their cars isn't something to outsource to someone else, but it's actually something to take pride in and own. Tesla, for example, has their own operating system and it's not iOS or Android. And as a result, any future app store uh, means that software sells for Tesla to companies who already bought their cars. Similarly, Volkswagen, Lucid, Porsche or Rivian hire their own software developers and build their own operating system. And as cars start to become more autonomous and drive themselves, all of those screens inside their cars are just another opportunity for companies to sell you apps and games as you travel. Like, I'm just imagining now, <laughs> and are we there yet app? Whereby, you know, your kids in the back seat are barking at you, constantly asking you, are we there yet, mom? Are we there yet, dad? And then there's this voice assistant who chimes into the conversation and says, um, actually, Emily, we're about 96 miles away. So listen, let me top up the apple juice and uh, here's another episode of Peppa Pig. You know, something like that. <laughs> now, of course, I'm kidding, but you never know nowadays. Then, then again, Apple did buy an autonomy startup, Drive.ai. So clearly they do have some self-driving plans in the works. But what exactly would that look like? I believe the answer lies in door number three. So let's look at option number three. Partnering up with an already existing electric vehicle maker. Now, I actually think this option makes the most optimal sense for Apple. You know, several companies are making electric vehicle skateboards, entire chassis, drivetrains and battery pack modules that companies can license to build electric vehicles. VW, for example, has the MEB platform. Rivian offers a platform that powers various parcel vans. And Hyundai has the eGMP platform. This means that Apple here has an opportunity to license all of the hardware straight from someone else, ensuring a reliable supply chain. From here, they could either do all of the rest of the hard work by coming up with the rest of the body panels, doors and roofs, etc. Or even rely further on a partner for that. Because of this, Apple wouldn't have to invest in any manufacturing presence. Apple would just have, uh, have and become a design shop that outsources all of its manufacturing. Or, or they could take delivery of the electric vehicle skateboard platform in their factories, which they can then turn into completed Apple cars. This would be a middle of the ground or middle of the road compromise. 
that would allow the flexibility of controlling more of the process in-house. But Apple tends to lean on its partners to manufacture its phones and computers, for example, usually Foxconn in Taiwan. Even their new M1 chips are fabricated by TSMC. Apple only designs them, then outsources. So given what we know of Apple's business operations, I simply can't envision Apple investing in factories. Instead, they'll probably partner with someone else making the platforms and then possibly another partner to build cars to Apple's design specifications. And that nicely brings us over to the rumoured Apple-Hyundai-Kia partnership, which was first reported by the Korea Economic Daily newspaper. Now, for me, uh, the key questions I was curious about was why? Why Hyundai and Kia? Why South Korea? And to be able to answer those questions, we actually need to ask a further question, which is, when a customer is buying a brand new electric vehicle, what features do they look out for? I think first, first and foremost, it has to be range, right? South Korea is home to both Samsung and LG Chem, two of the biggest battery manufacturers in the world. Korean companies are just better placed to deliver cars with exceptional range. Take the Kona electric vehicle made by Hyundai. That already has 256 miles range with basically their first try at an electric vehicle. Hyundai has also recently developed a new electric, de electric vehicle dedicated platform and plans to build 23 models on it, beginning with the Ionic 5 in March and then followed by a Kia Mark later on this year. Electric vehicles made on this platform will be able to charge up to 80% in 18 minutes and as much as 100 kilometers or 62 miles of driving charge in just 5 minutes. That means they'll have a top range of, um, of 500 kilometers on a single charge. And, you know, the benefits here for Apple is that this route allows Apple to invest heavily their time and money into the software side of the business. They could invest into all the sensor technology, cameras, LiDAR vision, properly building their autonomous electric vehicle vision. And, you know, investors and traders were pretty pleased. They see this partnership as potentially a success. They sent Hyundai's shares up almost 20% when the news broke. Kia's share price went up by 10% after a report stated that the company would be the recipient of $3.6 billion of investment from Apple to make electric vehicles. But then the news later on sending shockwaves earlier this week whereby Hyundai and Kia actually reported the pulled out of talks with Apple by saying they're no longer considering partnering with Apple for future autonomous vehicle technology. But this isn't actually the end of the world for Apple, because there are other candidates out there who may be willing to partner up with them. Take Foxconn, for example, a Taiwanese company that already has a pretty close relationship with Apple. 
For a decade, it has been the US company's largest production partner, assembling the majority of the world's iPhones, a big chunk of its Macs, iPads, etc. In fact, in October last year, Foxconn unveiled its first electric vehicle chassis and a software platform to help car makers bring models to market faster. There is also a potential candidate in Magna International, a Canadian company, which is the third largest supplier in the world by sales and has a contract manufacturing operation with years of experience making entire car models for a variety of brands. Magna produces everything from chassis, car seats to sensors and software for driver assistance features. In fact, uh, BMW and Jaguar Land Rover have hired Magna before and outsourced production to their factory in Graz, Austria. Now, although it's seen as a long shot, Nissan actually brings several elements to the table that could be beneficial for Apple. Nissan already has a common electric vehicle platform developed with French partner Renault which will be used for its Aria compact SUV, debuting later this year. When asked whether the Japanese company would be willing to build cars for Apple, CEO Makoto Uchida said during an earnings news conference that Apple, quote, has the DNA, excuse me, that Nissan has, quote, the DNA to do things others won't do. Now, I actually think it's important to say that We shouldn't completely regard the tie-up between Apple, Hyundai and Kia as dead in the water. It's perfectly possible that discussions could restart again, especially if Apple truly deems them both to be the best possible partners. So don't be surprised that they do manage to reconcile their differences and come to some sort of an agreement. But... (laughs) No matter how you look at it, though, this is classic Apple. All they have to do is design and then use somebody else's resources in capital-intensive industries. And Apple stamp their brand and badge on it, sell it on for a really high markup and reap all the profits. Job done. Now, I'm no Apple fan, but you have to hold your hands up and say, it's a great business model. And more importantly, it works. So yes, to conclude this episode, it does look like Apple is on a mission to bring to market an autonomous electric vehicle for consumers like you and me. But the question for them is, how? Considering negotiations with Hyundai and Kia have broken down, and the question for us as consumers is, when can we expect it? Reports are saying, possibly, production to begin in the year 2024 in Georgia. Although British members of parliament in the UK are calling for the British government to make a bid for Apple to build its long-rumoured electric vehicle in the UK. Either way, we probably won't see the finished thing until 2025, 26, perhaps even 2027. Now, does it actually make sense for a tech company like Apple to enter the auto world? I certainly think so. The way I look at it is, look, 
Apple is not an innovator company. Let's be honest. They've never been in the business of being pioneers or revolutionary. Apple didn't come up with the first computer, the first smartphone or tablet, and yet they're one of the leaders in these spaces. And don't take my word for it. The CEO, Tim Cook, said himself that for them, it's not about being first. It's about being the best. And by the way, they're not. They're not the best at some of the things that they do. The point here being, Apple has a real shot here. Because they can't continue to rely on the iPhone business for revenue. But if they were to enter the electric vehicle market, they have so many advantages already. Like the ecosystem. 1 billion iOS devices in the world right now as we speak. Strong software capabilities. And not to mention their immensely powerful brand presence. So listen, all I'm saying is, if Apple were to build their very own autonomous electric vehicle, I fully expect the entire auto world and the business underpinning it to be turned upside down. Well, that has been it for episode 30 of the Economics Echo podcast. Be sure to subscribe from your favorite podcast provider and join us next week for a brand new episode. Until then, this is Economics Echo signing out. Peace.